What's up, Story Geeks? It's Jay. And Daryl. On today's show, we are going to count down our top 10 scary slash horror movies. People have been wanting us to talk about scary movies for a long time. They're trying to give me nightmares. <laughs> I, I hear it's working, too. <laughs> it is. Joining us on this show... Um, is returning guest and good friend of ours, Sandra Demas. Sandra Demas is a book editor and the host of 2819 Show on YouTube, and she's a big horror movie fan. Yeah. So it's good to have her on this episode. So if you're interested in conversations about science and faith and other great stuff along those lines, go check out 2819 Show on YouTube. Absolutely. We'd also love to hear your thoughts on your favorite scary or horror movies, so you can share those with us in the Story Geeks Facebook group. The link to our Facebook group is in the show notes. And don't miss all of our other shows. This episode is coming out in the midst of our Scary Movie Month. We've got shows on A Quiet Place, Get Out, The Meg. We haven't quite seen that one yet as we're recording this, so we're looking forward to that. And then people have practically dared us to do this, so we've finally done it. (laughs) And we will be talking about Event Horizon. Yeah, and we have phenomenal guests, so you want to be sure to check all of those out. Also joining us on today's podcast is Freddie. Producer Producer Freddie. So thanks for listening in. The Story Geeks podcast is produced by the Reclamation Society. So we just spent a bunch of time talking about the bottom five of our top ten. So still fantastic films. Yes. But now we're transitioning into our top five. So these are top five scary movies. Slash mm-hmm. horror movies. We've already had some great films, so if you're not a if you're not a patron, you can go listen to that podcast. There are some films that I know that made my list that have already been talked about a little bit, but I'm going to bring them back up as we get into our top five. Sandra, what is comes in at number five for you? Well, it's a fairly new film. Yeah, it part one. Oh, Ooh, yeah. Well, first of all, you know I love me some Stephen King. Yeah. <laughs> uh, second of all, Bill Skarsgård was amazing in this film. And he's the he's he's it. Pennywise. Uh, Pennywise, yeah. Mm-hmm. And Crazy. I, I just love the vibe of it, where it has its humor, it has great music, um, and score, and also just really like wonderful horror moments as well. So it's not just a horror film, though. <laughs> it's got so much to it. So yeah. I, I really loved it, and it had such a like vintage vibe to it. No yeah. way. Stranger I haven't seen it yet. Style. Have you Stranger seen it? Thing. I have not seen. I started watching it, yeah. but I have not finished it yet. What about you? I saw it, and uh, ironically, I had the experience with that film that you had with Get Out. Uh, did because you get hyped? first of all, I did not want to see it mm-hmm. because I don't do well with watching children in peril. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. Because I fear for my own kids, yeah. so yep. that scares me. That's fine. And so yeah. I. I mean, it depends on it depends on the type of movie. Like, sure. I can do with them being in peril because I know there's a, they're probably going to get saved. Mm-hmm. So I was afraid for this one. I'm like, I don't want to watch a child get brutally killed. Like, that's my right. thing. I don't right. want to watch that. Yeah. And so, um, I didn't want to see it. But like everybody kept telling me, oh, it's so good, it's so good. Even Justin Weaver kept telling me, it's oh, so yeah. good, it's so good. And he even told me, he's like, he's like, no, that doesn't really happen. Like, kids don't really get killed in it. And it happens within, like, the first five freaking minutes of the movie. <laughs> I was a little angry at him about that. but nice. Oh, that part. So. <laughs> I mean, but... 
Come on. But the rest of it, I, I just, they told me it's like, it's got this amazing story. It's so good. It's so good. And granted, I'm not a big Stephen King fan, so mm-hmm. maybe that's why it didn't connect with me. But for me, it was overhyped. Mm-hmm. I will say I, I didn't, like, dislike it. Mm-hmm. And I liked it enough that I will go see the second one because I'm intrigued by the idea that they're all grown up. And yeah. So. But I, I like that you don't like seeing kids get hurt because that's part of the theme of it is that the adults are so apathetic to what the kids are going through. Mm. They just do not even care. Yeah. There's another. So um, far, you guys are not selling me on it. Yeah. <laughs> really? <laughs> I'm not trying to. Yeah. So what's right. your number five? It's The Lost Boys. Oh, my oh. God. That's so good. Yeah. <laughs> oh, got it. Probably the movie that made me like vampire movies. Yeah. And it's the kind of vampire movie I like. It's just barely this side of an action movie that's <laughs> yeah, scary. Yeah, yeah. You know? yeah, 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 yeah. So, and I, I mean, I'm a child, I'm a child of the 80s and the 90s and stuff sure. like that. And so I was around at the, the height of the, the two Corys and yeah. the hype train, you know, <laughs> before that all went horribly wrong. Yeah. I guess it was going horribly wrong all along. Yeah. But, but I liked... I like those guys a lot. I liked Corey Feldman a lot when he yeah. was not as crazy as he is now. But Lost Boys. There was a comic book store in the movie. Yeah. There were people talking about comic books in the movie. <laughs> that didn't happen back then. That's true. <laughs> happens all the time true. now, but it didn't yep. happen back then. Yeah, that's mm-hmm. true. All right, my turn. Jurassic Park. And I do want to do a little shout out to uh, Jurassic World Fallen Kingdom there. Because really? I do think it's interesting where Jurassic Park has maybe a little bit of, you know, has a little bit of horror and a little bit of, especially on the, in that second half. It's like the beginning half is, oh, look at the dinosaurs. Oh, right, ooh, right, right. ah. And then there's running and screaming. <laughs> and it's that second half where, like, that oh, was wait, almost like a Jeff Goldblum things, impression. <laughs> all these beautiful things that, <laughs> that you awesome. see, you, they start to attack you and they start to turn. And it's interesting. So wait, do you the mean Lost the Fallen Kingdom, like, or you, t- you mean the Lost? I'm talking World. about Jurassic Park, like yeah, the first the movie. First one. I know, but your um, shout out because is that my to shout out is to Fallen Kingdom because I feel like Fallen Kingdom takes little elements that Steven Spielberg had in that, especially with the Velociraptors and stuff like that, and then just adds in like horror tropes and uh, really good. Like the thing with Jurassic World: Fallen Kingdom is it isn't great, but it has fantastic cinematography. Like I actually, it looks amazing and it is terrifying to watch because the sound design and everything else yes it doesn't make much sense especially it's like why is the girl going into the bed when she should be going under the bed i don't know but just so that you can have the (laughs) just so you can have that giant claw go over and just peel back the thing i'm like there we go like that is terrifying i am i'm i can't watch this like that was that was it for me it's like and the whole threat to as you were saying earlier like you don't want to see children get hurt and yeah. you have these two, in the original Jurassic Park, you have these two kids <clears throat> constantly going from situation to situation where they might die. To your point, spoiler alert, kitchen scene <laughs> oh, yeah. is shot like a horror film, oh, for yeah. sure. Like, he, yeah. like Spielberg shoots the entire thing mm-hmm. like a horror film. So. And the, the in- opening, when oh, yeah. you don't even see the oh, raptor yeah. who's, yeah, and then... No. And then what is what's his name? Is it Muldoon or oh, I think it is Muldoon or whatever. He's like shoot her, shoot her. That is so good. Slow mo as the hand gets dragged <laughs> yeah. into the cage. Yeah, yeah. Yay. My number my number five is Split. Ooh. And we, we talked go. about that a little bit already. Same thing happened to me with Split that did with Get Out. Uh, so it's interesting that they're five and six. Um, it was worse with Split. You knew the twist before you saw it. 
I yeah exactly I knew the twist but that's the only reason I saw it me too yeah. otherwise I, I wasn't never gonna seen see it, it otherwise yeah. <laughs> I, I actually was literally like okay that that looks interesting everyone's like it's really good I'm like no I'm not interested in that and then there then there was it was like well but it's connected to yeah. Unbreakable I'm like and they're creating a trilogy and I was like, yeah <laughs> dang it and I loved it I loved it I thought oh. the performances were amazing. Um, I mean, James McAvoy is ridiculous. And now yeah. he's all yoked out for the next one, man. Like, oh, it's creepy. Glass. It's like, like, uh, what it's kind like of Glass is like a Jedi, Adam Driver yeah. level yeah. kind of stuff. <laughs> 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 I don't know if he's yeah. even that big, Adam Driver. Like, right. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> but yeah. how did he get that big after? How did he get that wide? What? I don't know, man. A day or two? <laughs> is how much time passed? Use Full semi-truck. <laughs> yeah. Like, I could use, hey, Force, I could use some muscles. <laughs> <laughs> Sander, what's your number four? Get out. Oh, nice. Yeah, I'm hearing the music in my head right now. That, <laughs> I didn't see it till it was out on Blu-ray already. And yeah, me neither. <laughs> I wish I saw it in the theater. And I was watching it, and I was like, even as I was watching it, I'm like, this is so good. Like, how they're capturing the, just how scary it is to be in social uh, settings where you know that people are thinking things about you, the way that they're treating you, like all those little microaggressions yeah. are scary. And then you have like this transhumanism element to it where it's like, oh my gosh, like not only is, are we dealing with racism, but we're dealing with, you know, the science part of it yeah. <laughs> where they're like, well, I don't, I don't want to spoil it, but you know, <laughs> that whole component, um, yeah. it was just such a trip. Like I feel like it was such a unique movie and I love that we're getting these commentaries mm -hmm. in horror films that I feel like we used to get before and then we had this period of mm -hmm. like torture porn type films oh yeah Eli Roth showed up yeah there's yeah. some really oh, yeah. funny moments of Get Out oh yeah that guy the, I think he's getting a TV show now but his friend <laughs> oh yeah yeah yeah, like, yeah. I told you not to go in yeah. now <laughs> yeah that guy's awesome <laughs> <laughs> he was my my commentary yes. like everything I was saying like don't do it and he would say it I'm like yes <laughs> Yeah, that's awesome. <laughs> he was hilarious. Daryl, what's your number four? Sunshine. Oh, Have you guys seen Sunshine? Nope. I've seen it, yeah. Oh, you got something good coming to you. Yeah. Go find it. I it's need a, all these lists. It's a Danny Boyle <laughs> film. Okay. About um, an expedition to reignite the sun because the yep. sun is dying. And yeah. so, and it's the second expedition. There was one previous and they lost contact with it. So they're going Ooh, the to reignite the sun. The first one was the, the Event Horizon. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> the second one. <laughs> and the cast is amazing. It's got like Chris Evans just before the MCU, mm -hmm. like just before mm -hmm. he became huge and respectable, and Killian uh, Murphy, Rose mm -hmm. Byrne. Um, I feel like if you put Killian Murphy. Travis from Fear the Walking Dead. I can't remember his real name. Cliff I, Curtis, that's his name. I feel like if you put Killian Murphy in any film, you instantly up the scare factor. Yeah. <laughs> it's yep. like that dude can <laughs> act creepy. Benedict Wong is in it too. Oh, Lots yes. of really good people. I so. have so many questions about how you reignite the sun. Well, the way they did it was with some like giant nuclear bomb. Yeah. Fusion. Basically. Yeah. What's but more interesting is from the sci-fi fact is how they protect themselves from the sun when they're mm, getting that yeah. close to it. Mm -hmm. That's a big part of the story. Mm -hmm. I love that movie. My wife hates it. Okay. Scares the heck out of her. <laughs> I feel like I'm in the if. A wife hates it. I like it kind of because <laughs> I just grew up with my dad and brother watching horror movies, so I like yeah. a lot of those. There's films. a <clears throat> I forget what it is. There's some sort of an alarm or something that goes off at one point, 
or maybe it's like the pinging of the ship as it's in space mm. or something but there's this creepy repetitive noise that you hear a lot and when the trailer for Rogue One came out, the first trailer, oh, and they had like that yeah, alarm yeah. as yeah, they're yeah. showing people on the base, Death Jamie Star was like, she was like, uh. <laughs> freaked her out because it reminded <laughs> her of sunshine. <laughs> so it's. I wonderful. just thought it was a little cheesy that the way that they're going to protect themselves from the sun was just to have an icy machine right there. It just seemed a little bit over At the least top. it was cherry icy, yeah. though. I mean, yeah. <laughs> Did you mix it with yeah. like it lime? Good. I'm getting so hot. Here's your icy. It's space, <laughs> so you have limitations. You know what I mean? Alright, Freddie, what's your number four? The Silence of the Lambs. Ooh. Oh, I classic. watched this. I had a uh, film class in high school, and so we went through all the different genres, and when we, went, when we got to horror, this is the movie that we watched. And, yeah, it's terrifying. <laughs> Man, Anthony <laughs> Hopkins just... That, that man does creepy so well. <laughs> Have you seen the, vi the Instagram video that he did where he was like holding the selfie camera out and just freaking out? Have you guys no. seen that? No. Oh, no. what? Man, that is terrifying. Oh, no. So do yourself a favor. Go look up Anthony Hopkins' like selfie freak out. I don't want to. <laughs> do yourself a favor? Are you sure, that's, are you sure that's accurate? Please, no. <laughs> it is the weirdest thing of all time. It looks like. You guys remember when, when people were talking about that uh, the bath salts drug that turned yeah. people into. It looks oh like he boy. just took bath salts and was like, I'm going to take a selfie <laughs> video of myself. It's, it's insane. He's inviting an old friend for dinner. Yes, <laughs> exactly. Oh my goodness, no. Uh, that's a good beans. <laughs> so my number four has already been mentioned uh, because I chose at number four, 10 Cloverfield Lane. Nice. Yeah, there we go. It's on everybody. Uh, actually, the co-founder of the Reclamation <laughs> Society, Nathan Sheck, uh, and I watched that film together. Um, and it was really funny because I, I, was, I was sitting there, I'm like, this film is shot so well. The acting is so good. And they're always playing off each other. There's constant tension. How in the world did they spend fifteen million dollars in this film? And then, like the last five minutes, happens. <laughs> yeah. like, oh, that's how they spent fifteen million dollars. <laughs> There's, where, the money is. <laughs> There's yeah. where all the money is. Yep. Uh, but yeah, do yourself a favor and go watch Ten Cloverfield Lane because it is really, really, really good. Yeah. Love that. All right, we're into the top three already. Woo. Sandra, what do you think? What's what's number three? This is more of a thriller. Definitely has a Hitchcock vibe, but what lies beneath? Oh, Michelle Pfeiffer and yes. Harrison Ford? Yes. Uh, and yeah. that movie, I saw it in the theater, and the tension is so intense <laughs> that I was sick afterwards. <laughs> I almost threw up. And it's weird because, like, The Exorcist is on, is on my list, you know. And yeah, yeah, yeah. I can tolerate that <sighs> type of scary, but the the thrill of what lies beneath and how slow I was like move that camera because they're just <laughs> slowly panning to where you know like something's happening but you don't know what and that was just to me so brilliant and there's this one scene where Michelle Pfeiffer is trying to get away and you know that Harrison Ford has gotten up but you you don't know if he's able to like chase her and then she's looking in the truck in the rearview mirror all she sees is the rocking chair that's on the porch moving mm -hmm. so you know he ran past it and he's <coughs> after her and that one shot is so beautiful that's so terrifying it that is, is terrifying. oh it no is, it is such a great <laughs> film and it's streaming on amazon so okay i'll have to watch this during Do the day a so solid. yeah <laughs> kill myself wake <laughs> up in the morning i'm gonna have donuts and watch what lies beneath yeah. Uh, yeah, 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 <laughs> just, i'm gonna go dunkin donuts i'm gonna just get get that whole thing just <laughs> ruin my day stress <laughs> eat <Yeah>. through <laughs> stress eat through the movie at least it'll be a, a good 12 hours before the nightmares start <laughs> uh. <laughs> daryl number three Signs. 
Oh, is my number three. Nice, nice. Oh, you hit that well. You hit it yeah. well while we were talking uh, earlier. Before a couple of years ago, that probably would have been my favorite scary movie yeah. altogether. <coughs> um, Spoilers. Uh, hint, hint. <laughs> yeah. uh, I love that movie. I, you talked about on the Patreon section, you yeah. talked about all the foreshadowing, which is beautiful, and just the way everything comes together and swing away Meryl. And Merle mm. or Meryl? Meryl, right? Meryl, I think. We'll yeah. call him Meryl. And um, and the water throughout the yeah. house yeah. and stuff like that. But super frightening, too. Like, the alien that passes in front of the news footage is terrifying. Yep. The scene where um, Mel Gibson is in the guy's house, and there's one of the aliens locked in the closet. Oh, yeah. And it, like, puts its hand out, and he cuts its fingers off. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. <clears throat> By yeah. the way, as crazy, as crazy as Mel Gibson is... He does a fantastic job of playing that character. Well, this was mm-hmm. before then. This was before uh, he went. I mean, I'm sure he's always been crazy to some degree, <laughs> yeah. but this, this, this he's was Mad Max. Like, yeah, this exactly. was before the meltdown. Yeah, he just showed up for Mad Max. You're like, you're the guy. We <laughs> 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 don't need to see anybody yeah. else. You are the guy. Good enough. <laughs> yeah, th- th- I think that he. Um, it's a really fascinating thing. So as a as a as a person of faith, it is a it is an interesting thing to see someone doubting their faith mm. um, because I think that it, that's a much more real thing than most people of faith are willing to admit Yeah, um, that you go through these periods where you're like oh, I'm just really having a hard time with this or that or the other thing and I think that that movie handled it really well because yeah. he never fully abandons it he's just kind of like I don't know today yeah. today I don't know um, and that was cool and that movie is intriguing to me because there's two things in it that I really enjoy uh-huh. that otherwise I thoroughly dislike (laughs) one of them is Shyamalan appearing in his own films oh yeah I think that's the only one that it works in Uh, I think it's super distracting every other time he ever does it and the other one is Joaquin Phoenix (laughs) (laughs) I love him in that movie but I cannot take him you know he single-handedly ruined his career by doing that whole like fake documentary rap thing Uh, yeah probably that's just weird but I mean I kind of feel bad because Look at how he was raised. I mean, that's pretty... Twisted life, yeah, for sure. that's pretty gross and Twisted. sad. And, I mean... And just throw on top of that, living under the shadow of River Phoenix. Right. I mean... Yeah. All I'm right. not saying he's not good. I'm just saying I don't <laughs> enjoy him. <laughs> What's your number three, Freddie? My number three, Pan's Labyrinth. Ooh. Oh. We <laughs> get... Exactly, <laughs> yes. That we movie get, is so brutal. Yeah. Yeah. We watched we watched that after Silence and, uh, of the Lambs. Back to back? Yeah. Um. <laughs> but again, it was easy. And now we have horror. Yeah. And now we have sci-fi. It's like... Wow. How you guys, now we did have you watch Mary Poppins next? I mean, no, that's what not. I would have done. No, we didn't, we didn't do anything <laughs> happy. And now The life. Exorcist. You're yeah. Like, no, no, that was it. Those Just give me an F. Exactly. I can't take it anymore. The nightmares won't stop. But, um... It's interesting to see. It's like here's Chronicles of Narnia, except it's now a horror film. <laughs> I'm like, mm. it's just the terror, the, like the terrifying aspect of this, like of the Fey or this unknown, like fairy realm type mm-hmm. of stuff, and just yeah, there's 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 a lot of disturbing imagery in that movie, oh, yeah. and especially with like, and here's your little you know girl pro- protagonist who's like dealing. With, oh totally. Like, oh no. Oh yeah. It's like there's mo- there's moments in that where you're yeah. just like you're sitting there and you're like, I'm just so I'm not yeah. even more than being terrified I'm as uncomfortable as a person can be yes. yeah you know like <laughs> yes <laughs> and then the whole thing the whole ending there just it's so so sad 
you don't feel good when you leave that movie. You don't. You just, there's no way to f- leave that movie feeling happy. One of the things I really dislike about horror mm-hmm. um, is that I really don't... Most people tell me that they remember their dreams fairly consistently. Mm-hmm. I don't ever remember my dreams. Ever. If you ask me, like, hey, did you dream last night? Nine times out of ten, or no, probably 99 times out of 100, I'll be like, no, I don't remember any of them. I always have nightmares after I watch horror films. Oh, and yeah. I remember them. <laughs> yep. So I hate it. It's just the worst. Oh. This is the only dreams you get. That's yeah, exactly. You get it. Exactly. That was oh. terrible. I had two this week because I've been watching Event Horizon oh, in, no. in like segments. Oh, um, the torture of your subconscious. You it, need to be in exactly. section right now. Don't yeah, worry. Ex- we can set that up. <laughs> exactly. Oh, boy. But I will say this. I, I will say this. This film did not give me nightmares, but this film was fantastic. I know we'll be talking about it more, so I'm only going to mention it before we move on. A Quiet Place comes in at number three for me. Ooh. I thought that was a fantastic film. Again, I saw it after the hype was at maximum level, but it doesn't take away from the film. It just takes away. It, it only takes away from my surprise that it's good. Did so. you see it in the theater? No. Okay. You just watched oh, it in my. That I I'm I kind of feel bad that I missed out. Yeah. Although I know that I probably would have left the theater if I had gone it, to see it because I just couldn't. I saw that in your theater. In the, in the Dolby in the Cinema. Dolby cinema. Oh, that yeah. would have been so terrifying. It was yeah. amazing. Oh. It was Man. such an experience because it was so obviously quiet. Mm. So everyone's just sitting there and then you would hear like, crinkle, crinkle, no, never mind. And you can hear like <laughs> yeah, yeah, people start to open and then like forget it. Yeah, they're trying to have popcorn. You just hear loud crunching. Right. Or you'd hear <laughs> like them it. adjusting in their seat. Oh but no! <laughs> you would hear the electronic motors going in the Dolby Cinema as you're, you're like reclining your, your your giant leather chair. I hope that they bring it back because oh. people who didn't see it in the theater they oh, really that would be good. good. All right, Sandra, what is your number two? The movie that started it all. Well, the franchise, Halloween. Oh, yeah. nice. Are you excited for the new one? Um, probably not. <laughs> <laughs> is I it like, a, is I like it a old school direct sequel to the original? Is that what I, I heard? I don't know. I've heard that it's a sequel to the first one and leaves everything else out completely. That's what I've heard. But yeah, I don't know. I don't know. I'd I'd probably see it, but th- there's such okay. It was Halloween two actually because I I was a little bit too young to see Halloween one, and actually I was a lot young to see Halloween two. Mm-hmm. But I did. My parents were watching it in the drive-in. And I was supposed to be asleep, and I was not asleep. And little Sandra was peeking under the blanket. <laughs> how you know? old were you? I, however old I, I don't know, maybe three or four. Oh okay. my goodness! Yeah, and I just That's remember fun. the adrenaline rush and the tension, and I was like, I think I love this. Oh <laughs> I no! Think. And so yeah, Michael Myers and that theme. I mean, John oh, Carpenter the is fantastic. knew his he knew his film, so he had like the best theme. Yeah. Mm. Like, yeah. I'm not a big fan of those movies, but the music is. I yeah. love that theme. Yeah, that is a great theme. Daryl, what's your number two? My number two is Get Out. <coughs> Wait, there's one higher than that. Oh yeah. Oh okay, I know what it is. Then. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> okay. <laughs> yeah, uh, we've already talked a lot about Get Out, but obviously, brilliant socially aware mm-hmm. um, I feel like it helped white people understand <laughs> the plight of African Americans <laughs> a little bit better mm-hmm. and 
it's terrifying but fun and has great performances in it. I don't know what else can I say. We've already said so much about it. The, the pacing of it, we didn't talk about the pacing yet. The pacing of it's really amazing because, you know, there's some, some of these films, there's something where you have to suspend your disbelief a little bit in order for it to continue to be scary. That film, what it does that's fantastic, and I think it's because it's Jordan Peele, <coughs> and so he knows comedy. He's like, I can subvert you having any suspension of disbelief yeah. by calling out what's happening in a in a funny way, mm-hmm. and then you just go, oh, okay, I'm just supposed to go along with this. That's yeah. fine. And so the pacing just stays, you stay with it. There's no point in time where you're like, I don't know, this seems ridiculous. Yeah. It's like, oh, no, it is ridiculous. And then you kind of see why it's ridiculous, and then there's, there's the social commentary aspect yeah. of it. One of my favorite things about it, now that I think about it, is um, the scene where they reveal mm-hmm. that uh, I can't remember her name. His jerk, his girlfriend's jerk face. name. <laughs> <laughs> what is her name? Who cares? Shoot, Grace is Grace Rose. Her name is Rose. Yeah. The, where they reveal that she's not on his side. Yes. Yeah. And at that point, you know, like it's obvious. You figured it out. And I remember thinking, okay, well, stop trying to make me think that she's good because. Yeah when you finally reveal it, it's gonna be unsatisfying because I figured it out. Right. But the way they chose to do it was so much fun that I didn't mm-hmm. even care. I'm yeah, like, yeah. oh, that was great. <laughs> like she just changes her facial expression out of nowhere and she's like, you know I can't give you the keys, right? <laughs> that was like, ooh. And like, I already knew she was bad. Yeah. But, then, but it um, was such a good reveal. Yes. That, yeah. So I have a question about, th- what did you think when she was looking over the profiles of, I think it was basketball prospects or something, and she was sitting there eating the cereal and then drinking the milk. What did you think of that scene? I don't remember thinking anything. Because my son was saying, she's segregating them. <laughs> and, <laughs> and I was like, what? And how old is your son? <laughs> he's old. <laughs> <laughs> no, he's 20, 21. Okay, all right. And uh, <laughs> yeah, he's not five. <laughs> yeah. I, I'm not doing the same thing. <laughs> I broke the cycle, man. All right. uh, <laughs> but... Um, but yeah, he was like, she's segregating them. And I was like, oh, what? The realization. Wow. And I don't know if that's intentional, but I was like, dude. It could be. It's 100% intentional. I've, yeah. Yeah. This I've is one of those that movies point. that. Because they're, they're Fruit Loops. They're colored. Uh, and the milk, milk is, is white. white. Yeah. Mm. I'm sure it was intentional. Yeah. This is one of those movies that I would advocate watching Justin Weaver style. Which, if you don't know what that means, Justin Weaver loves director's commentaries. Oh, oh Every movie he watches, he'll watch the commentary. Okay, yep. we need to become friends because no one ever wants to watch director's commentary with oh, me. Oh, yeah. Like, ever. It's, well, everybody <laughs> wants to be friends with Justin Weaver anyway. He's the nicest yep. guy in the world. Yes. But, oh, yeah. Very true. Um, but I watched the director's commentary for this one, and it's so fun to watch. Mm-hmm. It's so intriguing to hear Jordan Peele talk about all this stuff. A lot of it, you're like, oh, okay, I see that. And a lot of it, you're like, that's totally out of the blue. I had no idea. <laughs> That's awesome. Right, your turn. turn. Yes. Aliens. Oh, my number two uh-huh. nice. horror film or scary film. Uh, it is interesting. Like, I, I never made it through the first Alien movie because it was, like, it's a little too slow. It's, like, it's because of how old it is yeah. compared to all of these... <laughs> For me, I'm only 20. Yeah. It's like, dude, I'm, I'm twice your age, and I feel the same way. See, see for me, it's, it's like it's something where it's it takes its time. The original Alien, but Aliens is like this is your modern horror action film. Like mm-hmm. that's 
it, and it doesn't get better than Aliens. It's just, it's so good. Nice. It's so it, it's it's terrifying, but at the same time, it's just it's great. You're just watching all these guys just die and just all this horror. But at the same time, it's so entertaining. I'm just having fun. Watch these people suffer in space. It's great. It's so great. I love it. Excellent choice. My number two is Cabin in the Woods. I knew it'd be on there eventually. Um, I I was okay. So again, I do not go see horror movies in the theater. Um, I don't see them until somebody tells me like, "Oh no, you should really watch that. Like, you would really enjoy it." And I'm like, "But it's just like Cabin in the Woods. Like, I can even imagine what that is. Like, it just sounds like a bunch of people in the woods getting scared." It's and like, like Friday the Thirteenth. Exactly. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> but the the way it ratchets up its premise and like, so as soon as they as soon as they show you that there's actually something else going on, which I won't say because I, I want people to watch it. As soon as they say there's something else going on, you're like, oh, interesting. Well, maybe maybe actually <clears throat> this isn't even a horror movie. Maybe this is like a psychological like test of some kind. And then it's like, oh, no, it's still a horror movie. This is just <laughs> crazy town. <laughs> uh, I just really enjoy that. So uh, I had a lot of fun with Cabin in the Woods. Now, who directed Cabin in the Woods? Drew Goddard. Oh, uh, okay, okay. And it feels very much like a Whedon-verse movie. I, That's what I was wondering. Josh Whedon write it? I don't know. I he think Drew wrote it. Project. But mm. It's got... I'm look it up. It's ca- it's, the cast is full of Whedon people. Yes. Yes. So. And if you want to see Thor... <laughs> if you want to see shirtless... If, if you haven't got enough of shirtless Thor... Oh, gosh. <laughs> yep. Go watch Cabin in the Woods. Yeah. It's, it's Drew Goddard directed it, but uh, Joss Whedon wrote it. Okay. There you go. Or he, they co-wrote it. And I don't normally like Joss Whedon no, stuff. No, you don't. But this, this movie is fantastic. All right. We're, g- we're going to go into the number ones. But before we go into the number ones, uh, three things I'd like to make you guys aware of. One, uh, we have a Patreon account, and we'd love it if you would support us on Patreon. Um, we actually have a new tier... Uh, you can actually support us on Patreon for $2 a month now. You'll get access to bonus content. If you up that to $3 a month, you get access to signature content. And we actually just did a show before this one, which was the bottom five of our top 10. So our top 10 scary movies slash horror films. If you want to know six through 10, you can get all that access on Patreon. Plus you're supporting us. We really appreciate it. Go check it out. Patreon.com slash the story geeks. Also, I want to let you know about a sponsor of ours. So because we're on YouTube now, I can actually show these and you can see how (laughs) cool they are. Modern Mouse Boutique makes mouse ears. And the quality is out of this world. Um, Super, super high quality. They actually, when they set out to make these, they they wanted to make them um, more comfortable than any other mouse ears on the market. And so they did that. And... People really love these things, and they are a sponsor of ours. So if you go to modernmouseboutique.com, find a set of ears that you really, really like. A lot of us are Southern California natives, and we go to Disneyland all the time, and we see people wearing these, and um, you can get a discount. So if you use promo code STORYGEEKS, all one word, no spaces, promo code STORYGEEKS, you can get a discount, 10% discount at modernmouseboutique.com. Promo code STORYGEEKS, all one word. Story Geeks. And finally, you can actually buy uh, merch, Story Geeks merch, too. So if you go over to shop.reclamationsociety.org, get yourself a t-shirt, get yourself a mug. Yeah. Why Woo-hoo. not? Why not do it? Um, oh, and lastly, uh, if you are a podcaster, I highly recommend these headphones. These are Urban Vinyl headphones. You can even get them custom engraved, and they are super awesome for podcasting, and I know uh, the founders of the company, so you should go check that out, too. And with that, 
we will jump back <laughs> into it and get to our number ones. Sandra, what's your number one film? Saw. No, I'm just kidding. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, what? Yeah. Um, the Shining. Oh. Ooh, the Shinin. The Shinin. You want to get sued? <laughs> yes. Somebody had to say it. Yes. Yeah. That's true. I had to come up. Uh, yeah, you know what? I And I love Stephen King, and so I'm sorry that I love the film that you hate, but uh, assuming he's listening, you know. Yeah, yeah. yeah. But um, I'm sure he listens to every episode. Yes. Yeah. Stephen King? Yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah. Consistent. Yeah. We type. For sure. Yeah, Patreon yeah, yeah. supporter, yes. <laughs> <laughs> That's right. That's right. Yeah, that's true. Oh, my goodness. That would be so awesome. He needs to up his support, though. I know. <laughs> I know. What's he's, level, he's too low. Yeah. There is a $1,000 tier. Right? <laughs> <He's got> a, <laughs> actually, there's not anymore. There's no $1,000. Oh, well, there should be. But he can. Oh. He can give us yeah. $1,000. Well, I think it is a masterpiece. Uh. I think that it's so beautifully shot. The Now, I know... Kubrick is his own kind of crazy bag of nutso, but yeah, yeah. <laughs> but man, it's just such a great film. Jack Nicholson is, I mean, you talked about um, you know what happens when people are scared mm. and and they start to uh, not love and um, they lash out or you know and, and so what he does, like just seeing him kind of fall apart and see. Shelley Duvall's character try to save herself and her son and this kid you know Danny just watching him like what the heck is going on and yeah. depends on how you look at it he can be the kid who's kind of the victim in all of this trying to figure out what to do with the shining or like some people say he's the one causing it and I'm like that's a totally different <laughs> movie like yeah. it's crazy to look at it from that perspective but I think it's just such a such a crazy filming even to this day people are still trying to crack it and figure out you know room 237 like what does that mean and yeah um the documentary on that um it's just i think it's such a great film great acting beautiful shots and music and um we yeah. need a documentary on kubrick's life called crazy bag and nutso yes. <laughs> <laughs> yes. <laughs> but and i really want to see the Overlook Hotel, like that mm -hmm. history. Oh, I want to yeah, see I'm that. That would be so story, right? Yeah, to go there. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Ghost Hunters yeah. went there. That movie has, I think, the most eerie tone right? of any movie ever, probably. Yeah. Of any the movie. whole time. Yes. Even when there's not something scary happening. Yeah. Even in the beginning. Even when in he's his interviewing. Job interview. Yeah. It's yes. just, it's like, this isn't right. It's yeah. just creepy. Like, it's like no one has feelers to be like, this guy. <laughs> yeah, even the wife it's like oh you know he just with the the you know hurting danny and it's like oh he yeah. just you know pulled a little too hard it's like no he abused your child <laughs> are you ready for the sequel a sequel uh, making a sequel to the Sleep? yes well i read the Why? book so what but don't don't you want to know what happened but see no. i don't know how they're going to do that <laughs> well because if you read the book there's characters in there that aren't not, yeah. hmm. in the f film there <laughs> I, I mean I'd be spoiling it but adaptation it's a, we'll, we'll see what happens <laughs> yeah find out they could find a way around although it. the closest I've gotten to watching The Shining was Ready Player One and that was terrifying what <laughs> that was like my favorite part in the film that was the best part of the movie that was the best part because I was yeah. like I've never seen anything like this so meta <sighs> <laughs> so meta. So meta. So meta. 
I haven't seen The Shining, and I don't plan to because that sounds like that sounds like nightmares for a month for me. Yeah, so it sounds like I, that. That is the movie that I watched right there in the middle of the day yeah. with my dog right next to me, so I could just you know. As somebody who's in a similar mindset to you, yeah, I can't oh. recommend that you watch. It. Yeah, I'll just have oh, no. I'll have The Shining on one TV and I'll have Veggie Tales on the yes, other. Yes, there we go. Oh, there we You're go. Combative. <laughs> yeah. What if I say I'm more scared of Veggie Tales? <laughs> oh no! I've actually never seen Veggie Tales either. Veggie Tales is its own kind of creepy. Veggie Tales is yeah. amazing. I love it. It's like how are they? Yeah. They have no arms, but their yeah. little no, hand no, things yeah. are floating. Don't like, think about it. Don't think about it. It gets terrifying. They're literally <laughs> telekinetic vegetables. Yes. There's no other solution. Uh, I've never seen any episodes of that and I've never seen The Shining and I just don't plan to see either of those oh. <laughs> <laughs> Alright Daryl, what's wow. your number two? Or okay. what's your number one? My number one, in case you haven't already figured it out, is A Quiet Place Yes <laughs> So, um, should I say my controversial comment about yeah, The Quiet Place yeah. now? Say it. say it Okay, I'm gonna watch Jay as I say this because I, 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 know what I really want to see his I know what he's gonna say, now that, you've, now that you've built it up I know what you're gonna say, <laughs> and I think it's crazy that you're gonna say this a Quiet Place is my favorite movie. Yep. I knew you were going to say that. Wow. Of all time. Ooh. Of all time. The Dark Knight has been dethroned. What? Wow. So you yeah, need to have another kid, and what are you going to name your, your kid? <laughs> John. <laughs> I have never cared about the people in a movie more than I cared about the people in this movie. Never. And even just the making of the film and how it all came about... I would encourage you, there's a podcast called The Director's Cut. It is uh, put out by the Directors Guild of America. Mm. It's mm. one director interviewing another. So mm. in this case, it's Doug Lyman interviewing John Krasinski, mm. who were college buddies, so they know each other really ah. well. And that's just one of a few podcasts that are out there. But I would really encourage you guys to go and listen to John Krasinski talk about this movie. Because there's so much about it that was radically unconventional so much that he just stuck to his guns that what he thought was important. I'll talk more about it in the regular podcast. I'm sorry if you're, I know you're not going to be here for that, but <laughs> yeah. I don't want to take up this whole show talking about this. But and granted, my my perspective might be skewed because I'm a parent, and I may not have cared so much about this movie before I was a parent. Mm. But I think it's just beautiful. I think it's uh, this is probably controversial too. I think it's a perfect film. For me, mm. I think the script is airtight <coughs> and it tackles just enough and gives you just enough information. Mm. And so I know they're talking about a sequel to it. I think at the end of the day, I probably do not want one. Yeah. But I'll watch it if they make it. <laughs> I know. <laughs> gobble, gobble. Especially <laughs> if John's involved somehow. Yeah. But I love that movie to death. And this week, after watching it a second time, I realized I, I leaned over to my wife and I'm like, I think this is my favorite movie. Wow. And she's like, yeah, I think it took you a little longer to admit it than I thought it would, but yeah. <laughs> <laughs> she's like, it doesn't even make my top 10. Daryl's like, whoa. Uh, no, it does. It makes uh, your top 10. Has everyone seen it? Yeah. I have not seen it yet. Oh, you haven't seen it yet? I'm going to have to go watch it. Uh, definitely watch it. It's a good one. It's a really yeah. good one. The Empire Spoiler special with the interview with John Krasinski is also really good. Yeah. He talks a lot about the same stuff in that one. Yeah. That's good. In good fact, he tells stories that. in that one that he doesn't tell elsewhere oh. that are very specific. So I'd recommend you go listen to that, too. Yeah, yeah, yeah. All right. Let's go on. Ready? Okay, number my two, number, number one. one. Number one, Jaws. Oh, <laughs> yes. <laughs> I, I love Jaws so much. It took me so long to watch that movie, like, before I actually watched that movie. And I sat down, I'm like, 
I, I understand why this is like one of Steven's. This might this is might be just the best Steven Spielberg movie. Is it's just it's so tight, it's so well done. The, the whole the limitations that were put on Spielberg in every single aspect the challenges that he went through the whole like he had PTSD afterwards and he would just go sit in the boat <laughs> you know for the movie and just like cry <laughs> but it's like it is like such a labor of love and in the end it's just it's it's great it's like the whole aspect of we can hide the monster it's like it's not on purpose it's just because we have to but it works out so well to the benefit of the movie and the musical score. Oh, Johnny Williams, man. <laughs> Johnny, Johnny Williams. My, my Johnny. I just, I, I love, yeah. Jay. Dude, I love, I love going to the Hollywood Bowl. My new, favorite, go, my new scary movie is, is Freddie saying, my Johnny. My Johnny. <laughs> 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 oh, my goodness. Did, did you, did you know that John Williams, like, every single time he interacts with, like, a director or whatever, he's just like, like, for J.J. Abrams, he's like, oh, J.J. baby. It's like, it's okay. He's, <laughs> He's apparently like really smooth, like just a smooth old man, which smooth. is weird. That's so weird. He's a weird, like just, just he has low voice. So he's just you know he's gonna wander around the stage. He's been hanging out with the Rat Pack his whole life. Well, it was funny at the end of every conference. He's always like he's just gonna go to bed now. He walks off stage. <laughs> so, awesome. I'm gonna go to bed. I'm done. Uh, but yeah, Jaws. Great choice. Great choice. So my number one is the only non-geek film on my top ten. Uh-huh. It is the only we'll one that would not qualify as geek. Sandra's here, so she might try to I convince you otherwise. I I mean, we well, may find well, about well there's some people that would say that <laughs> there's some people that say that, that that all horror is geek. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And my, my definition just is cut off when you say that there's not as many what I would call fantastical elements. Mm-hmm. Um, and it, you can make an argument that this one does have fantastical arguments, I think it's a it's a little bit too grounded of a film for that, but it has been mentioned before. I think it was mentioned by Freddie Sixth Sense. Mm-hmm. Ah, there we go. Because it is the one film that, despite the fact that I saw it after everyone told me that it was amazing, I still did not predict what was going to happen, oh. and I still oh. was floored. Oh, so you didn't have it ruined for you? No, okay. it was, no one ruined it for me. No one hyped it even for me. There's like you just need to watch it. Yeah. I can't. I, I can't say anything about it. You just need to watch it. Yeah. And then when I did watch it, I was just so stunned at the end of it that I was like, I don't even care that I was scared. Like that was mm-hmm. just fantastic from yeah. from a pacing <laughs> standpoint, and the acting of all the people yep. involved, and it's just it's just uh, I still haven't I still haven't seen a film that I was scared by that I went. That is just an amazing piece of art. Mm-hmm. All the rest of these films mm-hmm. are really good. Um, that's an amazing piece of art. Yep. So. And Tony Collette. Is she? Is she's just anything? Well, I mean, Hereditary. We haven't talked about that. I haven't <laughs> seen that, and I'm not going to see that one either. <laughs> Put that on the shelf with The Shining, <laughs> The Exorcist, <laughs> Hereditary, and the rest of my yeah. list. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. Exactly. That is a good film, though. So, is there any films that you feel like were cheated? Before we close it out, is there any films you feel like were cheated between like not even being mentioned? So you can go listen to our our Patreon. We go into the like I said, the bottom five of our top ten. We talk about honorable mentions. Are there films that you're like everyone talks about that film, but it just didn't show up for us? Human Centipede. 
<laughs> yeah. yeah, exactly. Uh, that oh movie's boy. disgusting. No. I would say Sharknado. No. Oh, ah! <laughs> uh, I mean, there is a whole. There's like a whole subculture of like 80s slasher films that we barely hit. Like, Sleepaway Camp. Like you talked about Freddy and Halloween. but no, Army of Darknesses would be fit. Yeah. Too, right? But there was nothing about Friday the 13th, Texas Chainsaw Massacre, uh, like mm. Hellraiser, all these other yeah. like classic 80s horror franchises. Yeah, yeah, yeah Puppet yeah, Master. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I heard there's like 12 of those. Is I that don't true? even know. I don't even know because I saw it, it's. Like, when I look at all the movies that came out when I was growing up, I'm like, I I likely saw it, but I don't yeah. necessarily remember. We just, like, even Goblin, like, all of those movies. Leprechaun. Pumpkinhead, <laughs> Leprechaun. Oh that was Jennifer Aniston yeah. before her surgery. That was big nose Jennifer Aniston. Yeah. Hey! I don't know why <laughs> Triggered. she... Triggered. <laughs> so I have a question for you guys. If you could pick someone else's film that didn't make your top ten, that you're like, oh, I wish that I could mm. fit that in my top ten somehow. Which film would you have picked Ooh. that someone else mentioned? I'm trying to remember. I'll go. I'll go first thing because I already have mine. I would go with Frighteners. Right Frighteners. Now. I did not think about. That's an amazing film. Really fun. Also very scary. I would pick that. Uh, maybe I might have done something with Hitchcock. Oh sure. But probably maybe Rear Window. Yeah. We, that didn't get talked about at yeah, all. But yeah. 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 But it's, Maybe. it's very relevant to today because yeah. we've all become this society of peeping toms, like he says, or yeah. like the, the nurse says. Or something. And I was fascinated by it just because every other Jimmy Stewart movie I'd ever seen was like, he's like, I'm yeah. Jimmy Stewart. Yeah. He's just like this super nice guy. Yeah, yeah, and then yeah, here yeah. he is, this like paranoid creep. I'm like, oh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Little did you know. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I have three. I can't pick one. Okay. What are oh. your three? A Quiet Place. And oh, because I didn't make your top ten. No, and I feel like the ending, I was expecting a typical Hollywood ending. So when it ended mm. where it did, I was like, mm, person on my lips, like, I don't know. Oh. And now that I think back on it, it was brilliant. It was brilliant because what I would have wanted or what, what I expected actually was a typical Hollywood ending Yeah. where we have, you know, maybe like a minute of normality and and new, new new life yeah. like here's what what life looks not like now but one of didn't. the things that john krasinski talks about in one of those podcasts maybe the empire one is the first time he told emily about the ending uh-huh which it was after she had already agreed to play the part and uh-huh. they were still arguing about the ending how it would actually yeah end. yeah yeah and then he came up with it and he told her and she was like yes yeah. like, no. she's like that's amazing <laughs> yeah the the ending was it took a, a minute for me to Except that it was a really smart move. Yeah. Mm. Um, so that would it be on the list. Signs, because I mm. loved, I loved at the very beginning, you already knew in that opening scene, <coughs> excuse me, he was, I think, putting his shoes on or something. And you can see that on the wall, there was the shape of a cross that had been removed from the wall. Mm. So right away at the beginning, you knew this character. And then you see, you know, everything kind of he's he's grappling with it he has lost his faith and he wants to be honorable and not acting like a father and right. when they call him father no like it's this is who i am now and um you know him going through his grief like that's relatable and um and then seeing how it all like you said the chaos it was yeah. just so chaotic even his brother 
and was such a disappointment but no not really like his line the brother's line where he says it felt wrong not to swing yeah like i think that's that's a great line right there um so i would say signs and then i would also say six cents okay cool 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 cool. there's a little shot in the opening of signs normally like Sometimes I'm kind of slow when I watch movies, like deep symbolism of like little subtle shots and stuff like that, I'll get like on a second viewing. Yeah. But there's one in Signs that I got right away the first time I saw it, which I think is one of the reasons I love it. Um, I can't remember, there's a, it's in the beginning and they transition from showing you what's going on outside to having it being looked through a window. I can't, I don't remember if it's going out the window or coming back in through the window. Hmm. But you see the difference between clearly seeing things and then passing through this like old weathered glass where things are like kind of wavy and scratchy mm-hmm. and twisted a little bit. Yeah. And I'm like, I get that. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Right now I get that. That's and cool. I can't <laughs> wait to see the rest of this movie. You know? That's awesome. Yeah. Pretty what would you put? I don't think I'm going to put anything on my list. <laughs> oh, you're going to keep it the way <laughs> it is. I'm going to killer clowns on, unfortunately. What? No, oh, I think I'm almost, done. Almost killer clowns. I think they, this is my list. This is it. Did you say almost killer almost. clowns? Almost. Almost so see, close. See, and I now <laughs> I need to watch, like, Quiet Place, and I still didn't get around to seeing Get Out. Oh, you so gotta see him. I, I gotta see him. You gotta see him. Don't let it be overhyped. No, yeah. Just watch him. Enjoy yep. it. They're just okay, So man. don't listen to me talk about yeah. it anymore. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's not Daryl's favorite movie of all time. Because you say that, I'm like, oh, no. Now it's like... Yeah. Daryl's delusional. Just don't it's worry. Whatever, about it. man. Emily Blunt is gonna be Mary Poppins anyway. I gotta watch the movie. Uh, I, I did not say it's the greatest movie of all time. I said it's my favorite movie of all time. Yeah. But he didn't really say that either. He's yeah. Just, <laughs> just block it out of my yeah. mind. Just going cold. Temple of Doom could have been mentioned. I have a giant oh, poster. Oh no. I do like yeah. Temple of Doom. That's it for today's show. Special thanks to Sandra and Freddie for joining us today. Amazing top ten lists. Coming up next week on the Story Geeks podcast, or I should say coming up this month on the Story Geeks podcast, we're in the midst of scary movie slash horror month. You heard our top tens, but you're going to hear us dive into some more. So Daryl talked about it at the beginning of the show, Event Horizon, Get Out, A Quiet Place. And The Meg. And The Meg. you got to stick around for those. So don't forget to subscribe. You either want to subscribe on the podcast or on YouTube. Make sure you see all of that content. And be sure to connect with us on our Facebook group as well, the Story Geeks on Facebook. Let us know your thoughts on this show. Let us know how you feel about us finally tackling scary movies. Let us know if you think we've missed any. That's right. And if you enjoyed today's show or any of the Story Geeks podcast, please share our show with a geek friend. Links to everything we've talked about today, Patreon, Modern Mouse Boutique, anything that we talked about are in the show notes. So thank you for listening. And as always, question everything in your favorite geek stories. And always seek the truth.